Hey, how you doing, Purpose Claremont? Uh, again, just want to share something from our reading. I think this was from yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Colossians chapter 4. So I just wanted to share um, something that stood out that maybe we could apply this during everything that's going on right now. When you feel like, well, nothing's changing or we're tired of being in the house or we're tired of working with masks or not going to where we want to go, all the stuff that goes with it. Maybe God has a, a little word for us on what to do in the meantime. Like, what do we do while we wait to see what it is that he's going to do? So let's uh, pray, and uh, we'll just go through a few verses together here in Colossians 4. Jesus, thank you so much for your word. And even as I looked at it yesterday, this passage, um, I felt like I was just brought to a reminder of what I'm supposed to do as your follower during times like this. And so I pray that you would uh, lead and guide this time, that we'd be attentive to you, um, what you want, what you're calling us to do. Um, but God, just oh, encourage us, convict us. Just We just want to make you look amazing and experience the life you want us to experience. We love you. We pray this in your name. Amen. All right, chapter 4, verses 2 through 6. And I'll, I'll stop along the way uh, just for a couple thoughts. Uh, verse 2, continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. And I, ah, there's, something, there's something to that. First, continue steadfastly in prayer means that they were praying steadfastly. That's why he says continue. And are we, are you, are we praying with steadfastness? Are we going to God constantly, um, not urgent, uh, because he has it all. He knows what he's doing, but this consistency and um, passion to see God work. And <clears throat> are we doing that or are, are we saying we're doing that? And so long as I think about the situation in God, we think sometimes that just means prayer. But I mean really seeking the Lord steadfastly. But while we're praying to be watchful in prayer, to be looking on what's going on around us, to be thankful um, I'm sorry, be watchful in it with thanksgiving. So here's something. Um, and uh, my cousin the one who is the one who gave me the idea to do this. I just finished her book called Meant for Good. Highly recommend it if you haven't um, if you haven't heard me say it yet. it's a great I think it's just a great book. We've got some great insight. Um, and you can get it on Amazon. But here's the thing. She brought up this thing what they do for, at dinner. For them, dinner around the table is a huge deal. And uh, three questions. Um, they actually actually told me a fourth when I texted her a few days ago. But the three were, what, what's your high for the day? What was your low for the day? And how did you see God in it? And that's the third. How did you see God in it? And the fourth one is, how did you serve uh, your family, like a family member today? But that third one, um, I just loved the question. So we actually implemented it at our home. I mean, we all, we've, we've really kind of done the... Um, what's your high, what was your good point, what was the bad, what was the hard point for today. But to really be intentional with asking, so how did you see God today? It's been fantastic to see that. And what I think we need to do is we need to, we need to pray with that same attitude. Like when we're praying, um, and for some, you got to pray with Fox News off or CNN off or whatever your favorite news thing is. You got to turn that off and focus it on Jesus because we want his perspective, not someone else's opinion. But then we can look around. And I'm not saying you have to watch the news. I'm saying look around. Find people. Talk with people. Um, make phone calls. Be paying attention while um, while we're out and about grocery shopping or working or whatever. But 
look for God's handiwork, that we can pray uh, being watchful and steadfast prayer, but with thanksgiving because we see God at work. Verse 3, at the same time, pray also for us that God may open to us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ on account of which I am in prison. Remember, he's in prison while he's writing this. And yet it's weird. He doesn't, at this moment, he doesn't ask that God would free him from prison. He doesn't say, pray that I can get out of prison. He actually says, open to us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ on account of which I'm in prison, that I may make it clear which is how I ought to speak. While he's in prison, he's really free. And he's free to preach the gospel. And that's what his passion was. That our circumstances don't change the mission. And it doesn't take away the joy of the mission. That when we when we actually engage what it is that we've been created to do and called to do and set apart to do by God, uh, friends, nothing can stop us. And so he's still proclaiming the gospel even while he's in prison. And then verse 5, and I think this is so important for us right now with everything that's going on around us. And I know we have so much disagreement. If you if you don't think there's division in the nation, in the church, uh, just look at posts. Uh, in fact, I've pretty much just gotten rid of the ability to read posts on Facebook, um, especially if you're using Google Chrome or um, Edge. They might even be, it might even be there for Firefox, but it's called Newsfeed Eradicator. And I think I've mentioned it before, but really what it does is when you open up Facebook, you don't get to see anybody's posts, and it's awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm free. Like it doesn't. I'm not so frustrated or bummed out or, or find myself lost in just constant scrolling, trying to keep up with people's lives. Um, so I highly recommend it. But I think this is important for us in being mindful of others that we're supposed to be mindful of others. In fact, from today's reading in First Thessalonians, I saw Paul say, "For your sake," in chapter one, verse five. He's doing certain things for your sake, for the for the people of Thessalonica. And I just wrote this in my notes. I said, may I, may I live the rest of my life with a for your sake mentality, for the sake of Christ and for the sake of other people, no matter what, um, that others would be served in order that they would come to know Jesus ultimately. But listen to these words and we'll close it down. Uh, Colossians 4, starting verse 5. Walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of the time. Let your speech Always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Friends, if what you're posting or what you're saying is not honoring to Jesus, then you need to change what it is that you're saying. Because the ultimate goal of what we're supposed to be doing is living our lives to the honor and glory of Christ, not so we can just continue to spill out our opinions no matter who it may hurt or who it may turn off to the gospel. So I know everyone's got an opinion, and there's nothing wrong with opinions. It's But what what is the priority in the opinion? The priority of those of us who call ourselves followers of Jesus is, first and foremost, we are members of the kingdom of God. We're citizens of the kingdom of God. And we must live our lives in honor of the king who is the king of that kingdom. And so may we be known as... Verses 5 and 6, especially during this time, walk in wisdom toward outsiders, those who don't know Christ, making the best use of the time. Like the time that we have, whether it's time on the earth or time with that outsider specifically, let your speech always, always, friends, always is always. 
Always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Seasoned with salt. There's a seasoning that can be appealing. Also seasoned with salt. The idea of salt is as a preserver. Uh, it kept meat from going bad. We want to be life-giving, um, not life-taking. So followers of Jesus, we're called to something different. So that you may know how you ought to answer each person. In order that I might... I'm sorry. For me to be able to answer each person, I actually have to know somewhat each person. And drive-by postings and drive-by likes on a post does not mean that I actually know that person. So we actually have to, have to engage in the lives of people, hear their story, to become so interested rather mm-hmm. rather than being interesting. We want to be interest. We want to be interested in people. And so those are the things that stood out to me from Colossians four. Again, it's Colossians four. 2 through 6, if you want to read through it, pray through it. Just sit there with Jesus and ask the Holy Spirit, how am I doing with this? Because I had to ask myself, how am I doing with this, God? Uh, I want to make sure that this is something that I'm doing, that I have control over the things that are coming out of my mouth or that are coming through my fingers onto the screen when I'm typing something out. Honoring to you, gracious, all the time, making the best use of my time. I want to make sure that it's in honor of Jesus. So just something to sit out. Hope it's helpful. And uh, yeah, love you guys more than you know. We'll talk again soon. See you later.